Hello, I'm Heat. And I'm Rocket Kid. And And this is Ordinary Chaos. A podcast about ordinary life. Because you don't have to be famous to be interesting. What's normal for me might be unusual for me. Let's do this! kid back for another interview today things are a little bit different because i am interviewing my grandmom she has passed college and she loves reading and music grammy what do you like about reading and music well reading i like because you can go anywhere you want to when you read and you can learn most anything you want to learn You can learn languages, you can learn math, although I never tried it very seriously because math isn't my strong point, but you can, you can learn games and then you can, you can learn makeup stories. You can learn about uh, imaginary people who do imaginary things. You have the whole world in your hands when you have a book. I love that because like, it's true. Like you do have as much knowledge as you can in in your hands when you have a book because books like you said can take you anywhere and you can do anything it's crazy that's right. like that's a that's a thing i've never really thought about before but i really like it i like books too i've said that like three times on the podcast before no probably four five i don't know i've said it a lot yeah i know you like to read yes Reading is fun. I haven't tried that I can think of, to like using reading to learn math. That's just not something, those two things just haven't connected for me. Well, as you get older, you will have an algebra book, you'll have a geometry book, you'll have a trigonometry book if you go that far. What is trigonometry? Well, that's another form of math, and you can... It's very complicated, and I don't know anything about it. I just know the name, but I know it's a math, and I know that it's an important one. And so, all of those, all of those math things are in books, textbooks. You, yeah, textbooks. Mm-hmm. Right. I love school. I think school is super fun because I just like learning new things about the world. Mm-hmm. And there is reading again. Yes, reading math science, and social studies, now that I'm in fourth grade, are my favorite subjects. Mm-hmm. I don't care for grammar or writing. I'm, I'm just not the kind of person. But you have to know it so you can use it properly yeah. and make yourself understood. Yes. Yes. You know, this reminds me of a game... Made by, I don't remember what his name is, but he makes games and he makes like, he has this whole series of games and one of them is called Poetry for Neanderthals. And I just thought of this because it's funny because the preview (laughs) of the game is you must speak good or get hit with stick. (laughs) So that's like, that's funny. It's like, okay. 
<laughs> you cut out all the little words and make it as non-modern as you can. And that is how you speak good. And in the little box, you is just a, a literal you. You must speak good or get hit with stick. What? <laughs> That's funny. It is. Uh, well, what do you like about music? Well, I like music because it is soothing for the soul. Uh, you can relax to music uh, and you can dream to music. You can sing uh, and it just makes you feel good. And you can dance. I like to dance as a youngster and as a earlier, in my earlier years. And music, music just uh, adds to your life. It does. I love music, too. I like to sing and dance myself. I don't know why. I just like it. Like, like you said, mu music is soothing. It helps you fall asleep. It helps you think sometimes. Yeah, it helps you think. It gets you energized if you're mm -hmm. doing fitness or something hard. There's scientific evidence for that. Yes, and when you exercise or like march... I played in a marching band. I used to play the snare drum when I was in school, and I loved marching. And that's how music helped there. You march to that beat, and you go down the street. Yeah, I'm learning how to play the trumpet right now. Oh, really? Yes. I can play two songs, and I'm getting a trumpet lesson from my mom today. Cause, well, good for you. Because both of my biological parents... I say biological because I have two dads. That's a different story. Both of my biological parents play the trombone. Mm-hmm. And so I think music just kind of runs. Runs in the family. I think it does, too. Yes. I think it does. Your grandfather was musical. He played the harmonica. And he played the guitar. And he taught himself to do it. He played by ear. I did not know that. Huh. Yeah, he, could, he couldn't read music, but he could play by ear. And he also liked to sing. Huh. Interesting. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, and, and I like to sing. And my mother liked to, your great-grandmother, she had a beautiful voice. She had a high soprano, a high soprano voice. And she had taken lessons and she could sing like an opera star. Your Aunt Jane and myself, we used to sing when we were kids, and we both sang in the choirs at high school. Huh. So it's in your family. It really is. Mm -hmm. It just runs. Huh. Sure does. That's interesting. Yet another thing that I did not know about my family. I think there's <laughs> always things we don't know about our parents and grandparents. I think you're right. It's, like, so interesting that we know so much about our friends and family, and yet so little. Mm-hmm. Just, like, it's so interesting. So you're learning something right now. Yes, I am learning to play the trumpet. I can currently play two songs, the simplest one, and the song that my mom, as a as when she used to be a band teacher, would teach her students first. And it's a pretty mm -hmm. easy song. It's called Hot Cross Buns. 
E D C E D C C C C C D D D D E D C C is a note that that like if you just hold the trumpet and blow, that is C. So it's like that's okay. the easiest note to learn. <laughs> oh, those brass instruments always fascinated me because I I played the piano, and then uh, I played the snare drum. And so when I would be in band, I would be fascinated with the way these people with their brass instruments could really get those those songs out. Yeah, I think learning how to play a musical instrument is hard, but I think that's part of the fun of it. Well, nothing comes without some work, you know. Nothing good comes without work when you're trying to build your life. Yeah, because like nothing does. It's just not how life works. And sometimes things work out and sometimes things don't. So It's just how it works. That's right. I think it's interesting how thousands of years ago, someone was bored enough to pick up an animal bone, car- carve holes in it, blow through and discover you can make music. Mm-hmm. It's interesting how it just like happened. Yeah, I, I've often wondered, yeah, what caused them to d- figure out that they can get music out of that? Probably just boredom. And then the development of all the instruments over the years. Yes. Over the centuries. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is there anything in your life that has changed the way you act or think for the better or for the worse? Well, I think it is uh, learning about Christianity (laughs) and Jesus Christ, our Lord. That's what's affected my life a great deal. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not religious at all. Well, it wouldn't doesn't hurt to examine. You know, my mother had an interesting attitude about church. She did not insist that we go to church school, Sunday school, uh, or, be, or become a member right away. But she would take us to Sunday school because she said she thought that we needed to be able to make up our mind about religion. And how could we make up our mind if we didn't study it and look at both sides of the situation? How do you solve a problem, you know, if you don't look at all sides? And so that's what she did. And as a result, I became a Christian. And when I married your grandfather, I became a Catholic. And I've been very happy there. It, it guides my life. I didn't know that as well. I'm learning so much about you and your family today. (laughs) Yeah, I think the pandemic would be the biggest thing for me because, just because, I think everyone knows why. Politicians are throwing things around. It's crazy. It's, it's, It's madness. The world gets like that every once in a while. You know, I've started reading a book called It's a Messy Life, I think is the name of it. And the author writes and he points out that life goes on and we can't, we can't figure out exactly what it's, what's going to happen. We might say, I'm going to go to town and buy groceries, but maybe something happens that keeps us from doing that. And so he writes about how it's a messy life, but you can keep your head and be calm and collected and uh, get through it all right. Yeah, I I like that. 
Because, like, that's totally right. You don't know what's coming or what to predict or what's going to happen. No, you like to say, I'm going to do this and this and this and this. But then sometimes that doesn't work out that way. Yeah. Eric's interview, which came out, I think, our second round of interviews, he said something similar. He's like, he sat down to play the piano, and then he's like, wait, I need to go wash the dishes. Oh, but I don't have any soap, so I need to go get to the grocery store. <laughs> and, but Oh, but I don't have gas, so I need to go get gas. <laughs> so, I think that's like... Those two things are very, very similar, if not synonyms. Same way of looking at things. Yeah. Well, what is a great book that you have read lately? Well, let's see. Uh, I read one about, um, oh, I'm, I'm reading one about the uh, code breakers of World War II. That sounds interesting. And it's about... It's about how there were women, because the men were fighting the war, and the women were recruited by uh, the uh, military and to break the codes. They had to to find out what the uh, allies, the enemies were doing, and they found out that women were very good about it, good at it. And they were they broke a number of the codes. They broke the Japanese code that told about where their, and I can't think of the name of the battle was now. But they broke the Japanese midway. Yes, they broke the code that uh, told the told us where the Japanese were and what their plans were for it. It was very interesting, and I haven't quite finished it yet, but it's very good. That sounds interesting because, like, I know the U.S. used Navajos. Yeah, that was for one area, but this uh, and and they were special over in the Pacific, where your grandfather. Was during the war, mm-hmm. but uh, and but then this uh, they had the whole system set up in Washington D.C. for all of the codes of all over the world, and it's a very interesting it's a very interesting book. I think it's interesting, bouncing off of that, that the Germans would put all their eggs in one basket, and by eggs I mean messages, and by basket I mean the Enigma machine. <laughs> Yes, and it talks about these machines and how the the women uh, would learn to, and some of them were very good about it, about learning uh, the recipe that they were that the enemy was using, and they would be able to figure this out. Yeah, it's very it's fascinating. Yeah, it it is interesting. Do you know how many times we've tangented in this interview? Gone on to another subject. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a number of times we've kind of strolled around, haven't we? I think life is funny like that, like I said. Because, like, you're talking about one thing, and with, like, a sentence, it goes to another. Like, ha-ha! Well, the world is weird. <laughs> the world is weird. And now we're trying to figure out ways to leave it and go to other planets, which is very interesting also. Which is what I want to do! I know that. I want to go to Mars. Well, have a good time. <laughs> I think I'll just stay here. That's probably a good idea. <laughs> I mean, it would take three years if you're using a ballistic trajectory with the right amount of fuel that Starship has, and you were waiting two and a half, two years, which means that, yeah, it'll take roughly three years. Mm-hmm. 
stuck on a spaceship for three years. That sounds yeah. dull. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are a lot of things you have to do to stay alive while you're on that spaceship, so I guess it wouldn't really be too dull. No. You're always busy. Yeah. You fix the reactor. I'll, I'll go reset communications. <laughs> well, what amazes me are the cartoons that I saw and the funny papers, we called them, in the 30s when I was growing up. And they had Buck Rogers. And he was a person who went out into space, whatever. And no one thought that would ever happen. And uh, the clothes they wore uh, that the artists would put on them with the, the tight pants and everything. Look what we're wearing now. Big, bulky <laughs> spacesuits with fishbowl helmets. But, but I mean, for everyday wear, even you see young women going along in the tight tights, you know, and, and the men wearing the different things similar to what Buck Rogers wore. It's very interesting. Fashion is interesting and in how, like, it changes every maybe 50 years. Like, it's like a trend, a trend, a trend, and trend, and then everyone mm-hmm. stops following the trend and creates something new. Yeah, and then we go off again. Yeah. So weird. Well, is there anything you would like me to ask the next guest? Oh, um... I can't really think of anything, no. So this is the question that the previous guest told me to ask you. He didn't know that it was you. So what do you think you would do and the world would work if school did not exist? Well, you know, there was a time when schools didn't exist. That's fair. Back through history, yes, a long time. They, they didn't exist, like when, the, when man first became man and started and settling. And woman. Well, by man, I mean men and women, all people. Homo sapiens! And, and so, yes. And so uh, if schools didn't exist, I don't think we could exist because the older generation has to, the younger people have to learn what to do with life when they're, you know, as they grow up. And if older people don't teach them, everything is, nobody's going to learn anything. And I don't think there'll be as much uh, unity in life. Invention. Unity and invention. Right. And and you do that through education, through schools. Yeah. I think the world would be hectic if there there was no school. You are so right. It would be crazy. We have to have some form of education, uh, whether it's whether in it's like in in early, early times, they didn't have schools as such, maybe, but they had classes or taught people how to do things in groups. Yeah. So that's what I think about it. I think that is a great way to think about it. Do you have a joke for us? <laughs> it's OK if the answer is no. Uh, the uh, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If I'd have known you were going to ask, I would have had one. <laughs> uh, okay. What did one ocean do say, do or say to the other ocean? How high can you roll? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> 
It just gave it a high tide. Okay. Well, I was thinking along that line. (laughs) (laughs) High five, high tide. Uh, Bad joke, bad joke. This is my final question. If you were one animal, what animal would you be and why? And before you answer, I think you're going to say a dog or a wolf because I know you like dogs. (laughs) Yes, I do like dogs. Um... A uh, dog would be nice. Uh, let's see, I like a lot of animals. I think maybe it might be interesting to be a hummingbird. You could fly upside down. That that would be right. cool. <laughs> that would be cool. I like a yep. lot. Of, I've loved birds ever since I was young. Mm-hmm. I, as probably all the episodes before this, I have said, I, I would be a golden eagle. Eagle. Ooh, hey, that sounds great. Yeah. They are really beautiful. They are beautiful and they are strong and they are leaders. Yeah. And they are survivors. Yeah. Well, Grammy, it has been so much fun talking to you today. Thank you for being on my podcast. You're welcome, and I enjoyed it every minute. Our editor is Heat G Check, co-editor Rocket Kid, produced by Heat G Check. To learn more about me, Heat, or more about this podcast, go to ordinarychaospodcast.com. Sound design and recording by Keith Kelly. You can learn more about Keith and his work at www.keithbkelly.com. Cobrain Storm by Rocket Kid and Cat Girl. Ordinary Chaos is an ad-free podcast. Because ads are annoying. To support the podcast, go to ordinarychaospodcast.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Rocket Kids signing off. Hello, I am Rocket Kid back with another interview. Today is a little bit different because I am going to be interviewing my grandmom. She loves what well actually she's in what grade? So should I just not say that part? Should I say something else? What what you do you can say you can say I've uh, been through college. I'm a graduate of Arizona State University. Okay, so I'll say today is a little bit different because I'm interviewing my grandmom. She has been through college. She So I need to know something that you really like or love. Something that I really like a lot. Well, I like to read. I like music. Uh, So which one of those two do you want me to put in here? You could do both. Both of them. Okay. I like my grandkids. (laughs) Okay, I'll put that in. Okay.